0: Right. Hello. Um, welcome to uh, to this podcast. Um, I guess I should say good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Um, this is uh, Naughty by Nurture, a podcast uh, made for marketers um, by marketers. Um, but first and uh, foremost, um, by people, really, because as I understand it, marketers are actually genuine people as well. Um, I'm Gavin Loviney, Head of Strategy and Insight at Dot Digital, and I'm always saying to, to clients or pretty much anyone that will listen um, that there's, there's someone on the other end of that laptop screen, you know, the phone screen. Um, so um, we need to get to know them better, to, to market, uh, market to them better, because after all, if we don't know um, our customers, you can't give them what they want. Um, with that in mind, uh, that was one of the key uh, sort of aspects of this, this podcast. Um, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to try to get to know um, uh, these people better the guests that come along, and um, get to know what makes them tick, you know, maybe get some killer insights from them from the world of marketing and on their chosen topic. Um, which I guess is, uh, you know, kind of leads to the title of the podcast, Naughty by Nurture. Um, It's not my brainchild. Unfortunately, it's uh, from someone else and maybe they'll join us uh, in a a, a few weeks. Um, But it sums up exactly what I think uh, we're looking to do here. You know, keep it a bit cheeky, a bit fun. uh, But ultimately, it's about how you can nurture your customers in the right way. Um, so you know, hopefully some of these nuggets you'll be able to take away m- and and use in your job, or you know some of the stories that we talk about will make you giggle. But um, hopefully it's going to be something that you want to listen to. Um, right, so enough of me talking away. I thought I'd uh, I'd bring my uh, my guest to the floor and introduce Kerry from Lorty Lion. Hello. Hello.
1: Hi. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me here today, Gavin. Really excited
0: excellent excellent so um go on give yourself a bit of an intro tell me tell me about yourself oh i'll actually bring up something as to um you know uh, a little bit weird afterwards, but I'll, I'll let you introduce yourself first. Go on.
1: Okay, don't know whether to be nervous about that, um, but sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm, um, I'm Kerry. I'm a partnerships manager at Loyalty Lion. I've been with the company for about three years now. Um, bit of a linguist at heart, so I, I studied languages back when I was at uni. So I try to incorporate that into my my daily life as much as I can. And yeah, that's that's me in a in a nutshell, really
0: in a nutshell I did I did hear that about the the linguistics Mm. Um, maybe that will come up a bit later I was going to say that the 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 the, the weird story is um I feel like I've stalked you once although I haven't I didn't really stalk (laughs) you um I'm not a stalker it's it's just I was in Charing Cross in a restaurant and I (laughs) I I walked out of the restaurant and I saw you in another restaurant and instead of Doing what a normal person would do is just sort of maybe knock on the window and just say hi it's, it's gavin i i just acknowledged the fact that you were there and thought i'd in a creepy way tell you next time i saw you yeah, yeah. i saw your restaurant yeah
1: you know what you gave me a fantastic restaurant recommendation off the back of that so um was oh, it I, Tan, I did
0: tandoor yeah. chop house was it tandoor chop house yeah. that's it yeah 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 it's a great place mm. it's very tasty in fact um oh, i'm missing it now we can't go yeah.
1: Definitely, definitely recommend
0: yeah yeah it's a good one right okay um keeping it moving we always um want our guests or um stalkies to um (laughs) as it may be um to bring their own guest on it could be anyone um but um over to you again, Kerry, to, 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 to tell us who you've uh, brought on as a guest today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I thought I would um, bring along my colleague and very good friend, Alison. Uh, so she's also from Loyalty Lion, uh, a marketing executive, and we've worked together for over two years now. Uh, I brought her along today to share a bit more uh, from, from the marketing lens uh, about our chosen topic of discussion, uh, which will be customer loyalty.
0: Hmm. I, I, I guess it's, it's 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 fitting that it's customer loyalty right yeah yeah, sure. yeah right. okay <laughs> <laughs> be loyalty line um so then okay well i guess over to you alison introduce yourself you've been silent for, for so long now <laughs> just like
2: creeping in the background here <laughs> um hi both of you um and everybody listening i'm alison as carrie said working as a marketing executive in loyalty line for over two years um and yeah it's great to be here i'm looking forward to Talking loyalty and marketing together.
0: Good, good, good. good. I, I've I've got to be honest. I've got to be honest. Um, and this this is this pretty bad for me because no one, well not no one. Most people get my name wrong, <laughs> my surname wrong. And we've been talking for a little while now, and I, I've thought to myself, I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce your surname.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually yeah, it comes up quite a bit where people. I have trouble with it, but it's, it's Irish, and I guess I don't notice it anymore, but yeah, it's just Myrta. Um, Murt- Myr- Myrta. Yeah, no Myrta. G-H at the end, just silent G-H, just Myrta.
1: Have you had but, many yeah. people try and pronounce the G-H at the end before?
2: Yes, yeah, Murtage, Myrtaj, <laughs> you know, anything like that. Um, I like Myrtaj. <laughs> like Myrtaj is the, the most common one, I think, especially when I first moved here and I was like signing Signing all these things, leases and stuff, we're like, um, I've never seen that name before. It's some people in America tend to know it because I think there's a Myrtle in America, which is a bit similar right. variation okay. of it. But um, it is yeah, Irish, so a bit difficult, a bit right. different.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm lucky to have the world's most boring surname, Barnes. <laughs> Very, very easy there. Not, not very exciting at all. <laughs> Some
0: people might get it wrong. Bar- yeah. Is it Barnes? Is it Barnes? Bar- it Bar- sounds
1: a bit, yeah, a bit, bit nicer. I think Barnes. Barnes. <laughs> there you go. Change it. Change it.
0: There you go. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Well. Okay. So this is another thing as well. Before we sort of get onto your your chosen topic of conversation, I always, like I said, we want to want to get to know people a lot better. So, you guys have interesting facts that you want to share with everyone, the world all the maybe two people that are listening (laughs) (laughs) have you got your interesting facts
2: uh I actually do have an interesting fact um that I learned this week um very random I don't uh, you know not sure what the brief is it's not a fact about me it's just a random fact oh
0: okay 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 go on go on I'll take I'll take that. that is that
2: okay um that's fine yeah yeah I was listening to a podcast this week about the history of chocolate um very random but my random fact is that Well, the cocoa tree is very difficult to plant it only like you can only really plant it and grow it in around the equator. But someone did successfully grow a cocoa tree in Britain once uh, and managed to get enough cocoa from it to create one single bar of chocolate, which was given to Queen Elizabeth. So the second. So she's the only person in the world to have eaten British, truly British chocolate.
0: What?
1: My random fact. That's a fantastic fact.
0: that's that's brilliant. That's it's kind I mean, of mad, isn't it? That's crazy. <laughs> so they made enough chocolate just for one chocolate bar, and yeah. they gave it to Queen Elizabeth II.
2: Yeah, because you can't really grow it here. It's very like takes mm. a lot of a lot of hot weather, which doesn't come up as much here. Um, and they're very fun- very fussy trees, apparently. I learned. Um, so they only really got to manage one chocolate bar out of it.
0: <laughs> that's that's incredible. Yeah, yeah you, you know, know what? You I, don't, I don't even mind. <laughs> I know the mind is not an interesting fact about you. It's Yeah, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Well,
2: if that, if uh, random facts, maybe that's part of my personality as well. There you,
0: there you go. There you go. There you go. We need to, uh, you can come back with more random facts if you, if you want.
2: Mm, I'll see what comes up to my brain. <laughs> right.
0: Maybe I can have a, a segment on each episode, which is Alison, she sends in a random fact I'll for just the show.
2: Come every time, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Okay. Okay, good, good. Um, have you got another one before we get into your uh, into your topic, Kerry, or is, is uh, linguistics yours?
1: Well, yeah, you, you've hit the nail on the head. I've, I've come in with a very geeky language fun fact for you. Um, oh,
0: God. <laughs> okay, are you I'll, ready? I'll i so, yeah. So,
1: so you guys have all heard of, do you, do you know what I'm talking about when I say a French exit? Do you know what I mean when I say that? i know Not an
0: irish exit. About, yeah
1: irish exit i've heard hey, what's an irish I, exit
0: to be honest to be honest on most nights out with uh the people within the ecosystem i i tend <laughs> to do a lot of irish ex- ex- exits
2: yeah irish exit is yes. where you just you don't say goodbye to anyone you just you just leave you sneak off in what? the middle of the night
1: okay so this is what i thought a french exit was okay so okay. i think a lot of people call a french exit when you just you just ditch without telling anybody but oh in french oh, right. they call it partir à l'anglaise so it's, they they call it the English exit <laughs> so, oh so I guess everybody's got a different word for it um everyone's just blaming different nationalities for being rude brilliant.
0: <laughs> yes. brilliant brilliant well the the only one the only one I can think of in that sort of sense that um is is uh, is kind of complimentary is when people ask to go Dutch
1: because mm. that means to go
0: half 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 right
1: yeah you
0: know? yep, 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 yep. um do the Dutch say that I wonder
1: we should we should find out do we have any Dutch we listeners find out.
0: <laughs> um I can Geordie Geordie I might have to reach out to Geordie and see if he knows if that's uh if that's something okay maybe I'll get him on an episode and mm. we'll, ask, we'll ask him that but yeah I I mean yeah I've always done an Irish exit mm. I didn't know I didn't realize we called it you or you call it a French exit well, brilliant that,
1: this has just opened up a whole new world to me I thought <laughs> I, came, I came with a fact and I've left with more so.
2: <laughs> more information it's,
0: yeah, I was I was actually going to say Alison do you do you take that to heart with the fact that it's called an Irish exit? I know mean,
2: or... I, I don't know where it came from because I feel like like you say every every nation does this everybody does this every now and then, right? Um yeah. I don't know why people say it's particularly Irish. Um but I think Irish people say it's an Irish exit as oh, far as okay. I know. Yeah. We don't so call it, we don't call it. it we don't call it a British exit or an opposite. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: anyway. hmm. Well, one person that I think we might all know is Dan Spencer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Dan Spencer is always there at the end of the night. I think we can all agree that one. <laughs> um, because he is loyal to the night, which leads me to the topic of today, loyalty. Ooh, there you go.
2: What, what a fantastic way! Do you see what I did there? You Sorry. see what I did there? I okay, do.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Right. Okay. So um, what's, what's, the, what's your topic that you guys want to talk about?
2: Um, I can lead us off if you want. Um, Well, as we're here to, you know, from loyalty line to talk about uh, customer loyalty, um, I think what we're going to really focus on today is um, looking at what has happened in e-commerce recently, um, Uh the big changes that we've seen and um, what that kind of meant for customer loyalty as well, looking back on the last year um yeah as um particularly, and then also you know have a little stab at thinking what that might mean for the future for e-commerce merchants and consumers alike and for customer loyalty uh, yeah think, yeah it should
0: yeah.
2: be should be lots to cover
0: i think I think it's it's really important actually it's one of those things that for for twenty twenty one sounds weird saying that mm. um, <laughs> that um that I'll be talking uh, lots about anyway, loyalty um and 100% it's been something this year that has just has been on the the lips of a lot of uh, people email geeks mm. i sort of called them um but it's I, w- I was glad when you guys said that you wanted to talk about loyalty because it is 100% something that we should be covering so mm. go on go on, start me off what's what's been sort of trends what's what sort of things do you talk want to talk about initially
1: yeah well i think the shift towards uh, well, the, the focus on loyalty has really been increasing in the last few years. Anyway, so people have, have right. realised this is the area where you know if you allocate marketing spend to this area, you're going to see the biggest kind of ROI. It's protecting your bottom line. Sure. But this sure. has just been catapulted into focus over the over the last year of over 2020, uh, and it's been really interesting for us to watch. You know the reasons why it's happened and Looking at all the different ways people have been incorporating it, so I mean, mm-hmm. e-commerce as well has been been growing steadily for the last ten years, and it, it boomed last year as brick and mortar shops were forced to close, and sure. people people are bored in their houses. I feel like there's a lot of retail therapy going on as well. So mm. e-commerce, a um, lot of
0: DIY, yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly, crafts, sportswear, <laughs> mm-hmm. you name it. Um, but yeah, experts have predicted that um, e-commerce sales will reach over four trillion dollars. Um, by the end of the year so it it's been been really interesting um people have been trying new brands they've become more loyal to local brands yes yeah, so there's been a lot going on
0: yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i i truly believe that i mean there's the it, it's it's one thing i think people should focus on more because surely it's cheaper to retain clients mm-hmm. um than it is to, to sort of go out and, and get new ones. It's 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 something you should be working on. And mm-hmm. it always baffles me that um, you know you see this and sort of uh, adverts all the time that um, new customers will get the best deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and sure, you know you got you got to do something to to get people on, on board and join. But it, it seems like we don't do enough to sort of reward loyalty and, mm-hmm. and keep people. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you kind of do you kind of agree with that?
1: Absolutely. Uh, that was something we. So we did a lot of consumer research. Um, I don't know whether it was the beginning of 2020 or the end of 2019. But we we looked at all of the merchants using our platform and we found that it didn't really matter which industry they were in or the size of their store. Over half of their revenue was generated Mm -hmm. by just that top 20% of loyal customers. So if you're Neglecting this top twenty percent, you they may churn, and that's going to have pretty devastating consequences. But if you you know uh-huh. if you flip that and you really nurture that customer group, treat them like the VIPs that they are, that's going to have yeah. the highest return. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it, it just makes sense.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I'm I'm not not bashing that initial discount to to grab you and and lure you in. It definitely works. I mean, me from a consumer perspective. Um, I love that 15% <laughs> off your first order. I always, <laughs> always go for it. <laughs> um,
0: well, that, that's what I was going to ask you guys. is, is, is uh, I, I find it all the time, whenever I look at an email, I can't just go, oh, this, you know, this, this, that's cool and, and sort of move on. I have to critique it.
2: I <laughs> have to break
0: it down. And I'm like, oh my God, why did they do that? Oh, I just pull, them, pull them in here. I can't just look at it with consumer eyes. So I was going to say to you, when it comes to loyalty, um do you guys sort of roll your eyes when you see certain things or are there there are tactics that no matter what will always get you um and you know and keep you keep you loyal
2: mm, i think that there's there's one thing i always um because i you know write a lot about loyalty programs and look at a lot of examples um when when some loyalty programs just stick with points and rewards and don't have any bit more branding into it and a bit more you know helpful content or like you know access to to something different um to make them stand out. i feel like they're just missing a bit of a trick because you know it doesn't have to cost a lot with you know discounts or free products it could be something like a free recipe if you're a food and beverage brand say or Uh a free tutorial if you're a beauty brand you know something that you know can be quite low cost but um adds a bit more value to the loyalty program other than just points and rewards, which, you know, are great, but it can be, um, it just makes you stand out a bit more um, and incorporates it into the whole brand experience. And yeah. when, it, if people miss a trick, I think sometimes when they just stick to stick to the basics, when they can get, you know, have so much more creative license to, to really make it great and stand out. Um, so I do like to see that in programs. What
0: do you, what do you think then? Cause I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't sound like rocket science, right? <laughs> um, but what what do you think it is then that that brands struggle with, and they, and they don't do that sort of thing? Is 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 there anything mm. you think is, is the reason?
2: I'm not sure. I mean, McCary, may <clears throat> maybe from your you know speaking to a lot of merchants before, maybe you you know have insight into into some of the, the decision making around their program. But um, yeah, I, I
1: think, think a, a lot of the. Yeah. yeah, a lot of the time people are looking for you know something very plug-in and play. They want a points-based reward system, earn points, right. cash in on a discount, and and yeah. that that's kind of the the basic understanding that everybody knows, and and it does work. But as Alison says, it's it's you're not looking deep enough. You're not looking at the potential of what what you have there. Having a loyalty program is is a really exciting opportunity for you to build your brand around that. So you, you know, if you, you can have like a um, a special club. Um, so we have um, a, a bikini brand called Cup She and a huge part of their brand is the Sun Chasers Club and your part okay. it, it, it's a really important part of the brand. So I think people are they're just looking for something plug in and play mm, and just yeah. failing to, to to take that extra step and think, actually what can I do with this opportunity here? Uh, how mm. can I build it into my brand?
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah very true. I think, I think it's given yourself time to think about that, right? Mm. It's, it's always a struggle just to, just to kind of, you know, every, everyone wants um, the quick and the now, mm. um, that sort of quick win. But I guess you'd you need to upfront, you need to sort of pile in the time and, and if you don't have expertise in-house, then you need you need to bring someone in to, to sort of help you with that. And I guess that's, I'm not trying to make it cheesy or have a, a plug or anything, but that's where we, we sort of come into play, mm. right? Because mm. um, without um, companies like ourselves, then I think uh, a lot of brands would struggle. And and I see, I, I say this all the time. I see the brands that do really well the ones that lean on the ecosystem around them Mm -hmm. um, and use the the sort of tools and the expertise from these people um because i always think to myself and i probably shouldn't say this out loud but i always think to myself that email again isn't rocket science i've said that twice now things (laughs) are rocket science but it's i i I think it's because i eat sleep and breathe email that Mm -hmm. i know bits and pieces in and out so that i can i can lend my expertise to to clients and i I guess it's the same thing with loyalty you know you you might just think oh well it's a loyalty program i need to set up but you know when you when you've got people who eat sleep and breathe loyalty then they're definitely going to be able to give you something back so i guess that's what that's the sort of thing um brands need to do is is actually um apply some time and and get people like you guys involved right
2: yeah i think that that's exactly it and like I say, taking the time and testing things and trialing things to see <laughs> yes. what works, you know, and because it, it, it may not be, you know, it takes time to build it up to um, to the great brand experience or loyalty experience that we see the, you know, the best of the best loyalty programs doing. But, um you know, using expertise and testing and trying out different ideas to find out yeah. what works for, for your customer base is um. It, it will reap reward in the end you know you put that effort in now and you'll see it come through later on
0: hundred percent 100 percent right so you, you, uh, I've got to, i've got to say after this um the the, the, the last year we we've had
2: mm.
0: um 2020 I think for some people were, was was a difficult year should we say that oh it yes it's been it's been a challenging year um but do you think that um, that one thing that sort of affected brands is maybe the fact that people were supporting local brands, local businesses, and then maybe that that could have affected um, sort of bigger brands? Is that is that something you've you kind of seen? Because I'll, I'll put it this way. I do not in my house now have any, and you're wondering where this is going, right? <laughs> I, I don't have any cling film at home anymore. Mm. I don't, I don't have any anymore. One, because I think we need to be sort of more conscious about um, the environment. And, you know, I've, I've sort of, I've been drinking that sort of Kool-Aid and I do agree. Mm-hmm. But two, I saw this local brand that does these sort of wax um, covers. Oh, yeah. For things. So... I, I invested in that and you know that that's a, a brand now that I um I sort of buy with all the time do you, do you, and that's my example for that I've I've moved maybe away from a uh, a supermarket brand that I might always buy with and now I'm buying with this local brand do you, do you think that's going to be an effect on, on loyalty
1: absolutely I mean the, the fact that you're here telling us about your um beeswax cling film just, just shows mm-hmm. that you know you're loyal to the brand you're an advocate of that brand maybe because mm-hmm. of that that personalized experience that they've given you the the warm glow that it's it's given you from supporting local and yeah I, I definitely think that will be impacting loyalty in future um, and we, we've seen it on the flip side as well so consumers want to help local brands, but we've also seen brands wanting to help their local communities and that's been another really successful tactic. So I mean if we if we look at brewdog as an example, they did um they've well, I mean I was following them, I've been following them all year just to see kind of what they've done. But right back at the beginning. Yeah, right oh did you? Oh very nice. nice. Wise <laughs> move. Maybe Ooh. I should do the same. But yeah, back at the beginning of the year, they started producing hand sanitizer for their yeah. clientele. So it's it, it's a two way street, um and it, it's a very good way of, of generating loyalty.
0: Yeah, I think I think it's that that sort of um empathy and and connecting with mm. uh, the audience, mm. and and giving them more of a, of a reason. I think it's, it's kind of what you were touching on, uh, Alison. But it's it's giving people more of a reason to um invest time in you and even money in you Mm. if you've got something more than just hey look we've got this thing buy it yeah you know
2: yeah and definitely we um in 2020 there was a lot of that going on um right at the beginning when you know lockdown was we were in the throes of lockdown you, you really saw a lot of merchants switch from promotional messaging to a much more empathetic and sensitive yeah um marketing tactic um and it, it felt genuine because, you know, we're on this together and, and it was a difficult time for so many people and it didn't feel right to, to start, you know, promoting and pushing your product. Instead, you know, there was a lot of messages, email email subject lines saying a message from our, our CEO and those things, you know, really, oh, they were so, maybe oh, maybe they weren't great towards the end, but the very beginning they were great and oh, I was.
0: I'm, I'm going so. to oh, stop you there. I'm going to stop you there that was my, bugbear of 2020 oh. is the ceo email <laughs> i oh i oh i don't care <laughs> i don't care because you know what the ceo doesn't care either yeah I, if if i had been getting emails from you prior to to 2020 and the nightmare that it was um then fair enough you know okay i, I understand that this brand is you know they send me emails from the ceo from time to time mm-hmm. that's that's fine um, and actually, it might have been hot felt. but, and as you said, yeah, maybe at the beginning, some of it was, but I, I quickly turned off, it mm. really, it really got to me because they didn't care. Mm. They didn't care. And the whole, the whole point of what we were trying to do is be more, more sincere, more empathetic, empathetic, but you know maybe there's someone else in the brand that was was sending um you know regular emails that's the person it should have been coming from who mm. cares about the ceo because they don't care about you if they had been they would have sent something beforehand
1: yeah. I feel like we've <sighs> hit a nerve there, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> it,
0: it, just, it just really bugged me because, yeah. you know, that's the whole point. You're trying to be empathetic mm. and then you go and do something which really just spits in the face of it, basically.
1: I, I, I definitely hear where you're coming from. Um, but they, yeah, there's so, so many other messages that uh, brands are sending out. Maybe, okay, maybe not from the CEO, but from, <laughs> from, from the brand
0: as well. You can disagree with me. That's fine. You but, it's just it's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah.
1: But, but things like... Um, trying to think of some things i've seen uh you know whether it's articles like you know what can you do on your next zoom call with your with your mates like completely unrelated to what they're actually selling Mm, exactly Uh, recipes for homemade hand sanitizer some smoothies to boost your immune system um Yeah. yeah lots of stuff like that like actually taking a step back from trying to Shove the brand down the, down your throat and actually
0: just sneak exactly. together. It's mm. just think outside the box. Even things like, you know, I don't want to be mentioning all these different brands, but I mean Nando's, for example, what they one of the key things they had was okay, look, no one can come out to Nando's right now and buy our chicken, but here's a recipe to make um X, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. one of one of our one of our products. And that's that's the sort of thing you, you sort of wanted is, you know, we're all in this together. We're all struggling. Hmm. And look, we know you love Nando's. We know you love our chicken. But here's here's a recipe to, to go and actually make it at home.
1: Do, do you mind forwarding me that email?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you see, that's the sort of thing. That's what people wanted yeah, at this yeah. sort of time. They were struggling. That's the sort of thing they were looking for. Um, so I it just those oh, CEO emails, which was look, we know it's a hot. I, I don't, I don't care from no. you. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Care. <laughs> <sighs> so you really did hit a nerve. You really did hit a nerve there. I, I, yeah. Oh, I, um...
2: I, I, I. You've changed my perspective now as well. Uh, <laughs> I, did, I did find them. Yeah, there was a lot of them going around at the at the when it, towards the end of lockdown. It was like, well, this has been done so many times now. Uh yeah over, over it let's do something else um yeah. but back to what you were saying about um the effect that it's had on on the big retailers as well because uh-huh. you know a lot of these small businesses um and independent brands e-commerce brands and um, sharing their different times of marketing messaging over over lockdown um i think that a lot of big businesses realized you know the importance of keeping their customers and and focusing on loyalty and having a bit more genuine brand experience instead of, of you know the faceless e-commerce shopping experience and um there's been so many big brands investing in loyalty um, mm-hmm. over over 2020 uh, walmart in america and um, launched their walmart plus and recently claire's accessories um have a loyalty program as well and tesco did a big facelift on their club card um, right. so, and it, you know, it's probably to do with a lot of people exploring more of e-commerce, um, discovering these more independent brands because they couldn't mm-hmm. go into shops in high street, uh, and maybe, maybe switching from being loyal to Amazon and then going somewhere, you know, maybe D to C instead. Um, yeah. so it's been, it's been great for, for loyalty in both big and small retailers. And I think it's, um, it's going to
1: have yeah. a good effect. I know. think it's a really interesting point that I think these, some of these big brands, have, have almost taken their customer bases for granted a bit because they know that you know, if, they're, if they're on their way home and you, you're coming back from the office, you pop into Tesco to get X, Y, and Z. They don't have that luxury of oh, it just being I habit anymore.
0: We, I think, oh, just, yeah. Oh, dear. We lost, Am I back? We lost Kerry. Oh,
1: no. Oh, no. <laughs> come back.
0: Oh, no. And it was a good point there. Yeah. <clears throat> it was a good point she was making. I tell you what, she'll, she'll, she'll come back. Mm. She will come back. Um, I'm pretty sure she sure. <laughs> okay. oh. Well Let's let, Let's keep Let's keep going then Because I was One of the, the One of the points You sort of mm. um, Brought up about um, Loyalty and, and Sort of people staying Students saying to brands
1: mm. um, There was, so I was Sorry gonna mention, about that I'm oh, back hey, She's back <laughs> We're she's back. Working for me. <laughs> well
0: see We're, we're going to Keep this in We're not going to Cut that out The, the fact <laughs> oh. that you Dropped Because hey this is, this is it This is it now I'm going to say it. The buzzword It's This is the new Oh, there we um, go. There, there's my note. There. I, <laughs> I said it. I know. It, you're going to have to drink now, I think, if you playing a game like that. Um, go on. What was your... I, I, let me just finish. I was going to say there's a report that you can download. <clears throat> it's um, uh, from the DMA, the Customer Engagement um, Report, How to Win Trust and Loyalty 2020. And there's a load of stats in there and sort of uh, key things that people are actually looking for that would uh, keep them all. So I think, I think that's something to sort of check out. I'll maybe put that in the, in the show notes, but mm. go on, Kerry, I, you were going to make a really good point. And you cut out. Mm.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I was saying, I feel like a lot of these big brands have been taking their customer bases for granted a little bit of, you know, if you pop mm-hmm. into Tesco on your way home, that's how it, it's the, the, the force of habit that's almost mm. kept their customers alive. And now they are, Working on well, pre- predominantly on e-commerce, and they are coming up against these small to medium-sized businesses. Maybe if they're fast-growing, and they're able to deliver that extra, that extra warmth, that personal touch because they are really investing in things like that. So, yeah, it, it's been really interesting to see them launching their own loyalty programs um, in quite large numbers this year, just so they can stay competitive on those channels.
0: Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> I totally agree. I totally agree okay all right let's 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 take it down a, a little bit because I feel like I'm still I'm still a bit hot from the CEO email thing <laughs> <clears throat> it really did, it really did trigger me I didn't oh. realize how much it was it was hurting me um it's like therapy I've got it off my chest yeah um, feel
2: lighter now <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do feel lighter now um right so I thought we'd um we'd move it to something else and I don't know <clears throat> we might have covered these bits already. Um, right at the end I want to cover stuff on music so mm. stick around if you want to hear um, some stuff on, on music but um, I thought if you've got any um, industry tips are there, are there any anything that you know maybe people can take away that the one thing people should take away from today would be this mm. what would you what would you say
1: oh I think mm. I'll kick off um, Go on listen to your customers look at what Ooh. look at what they're saying um, I think you know, feedback is such a powerful tool. So you could just try and get this as much as possible, whether this is with, you know, satisfaction surveys, reviews, quizzes, a loyalty onboarding form, um, and making sure you're you're positioning those feedback questionnaires to the right people as well. So you, you know, if you've got, if you're able to identify who your most loyal customer segment is, they're going to be the most likely people to engage. So actually ask for their feedback, and they'll really appreciate that as well. Yeah. find out you know what products would they like to see in the future what's not working particularly well what could be better um you want more people like that top 20 percent. so these are the guys yeah. who you should be um, exactly
0: asking. actually that's, that's a great point because one of the the questions i sort of jotted down and i didn't ask you was, was going to be you know what um what kind of email is a key to the maintaining loyalty and i guess it's those um Sort of post purchase review emails that's mm. going to be really key to understand you know what's working and what isn't because if you know what's working then do more of it mm-hmm. you know um so i guess i guess yeah that's a really that's a really good point mm. that's a really good point and something
1: we've seen as an example this year. i actually can't rem- remember the name of the brand which is a bit embarrassing um but they made a huge deal out of it they were asking their customers to decide on a new charity that the brand was going to support and this is something that everybody's really interested in yeah, and they want to yeah. um, and, and people want to shop at brands that align with their own personal brand values so if you're actually exactly. asking your consumers what are your brand values we want to support that that's the the perfect way to do
0: it well that's that's brilliant that is brilliant then you then you know what to focus on instead of just choosing something and then it doesn't really hit home with people.
2: Mm, right? Yeah, you might think um, you might think you know what's you know what they want, always, and then that's
0: always the case. Yeah, <laughs> but, I've, uh... I've, I've worked with with many a brand that think they know their audience, and mm-hmm. then when you ask them, it's, it's nowhere near. Yeah. Um, yeah. Won't name names. <laughs> there you go. um Shall we? Shall we end up with that, or do you, do you want to add in a, another tip, there, Alison?
2: Um, yeah, I, I think build, building on what we've been talking about, really, um, that the empathy and everything that's come up in twenty twenty. I think that transparency is another um, yeah. tip that people should um, take with them. That you know, it being transparent and being genuine with your your customers about who you are, your personality, what you support. Um, that that has really good reaction from your customers. They, they they really enjoy that. Um, and it w- it's what will set you apart from these big brands as well is to show off who you are um, and be transparent about your, um, your marketing or your brand beliefs and that they will be received very well, I think, um, in this day and age is to be a bit transparent about who you are.
0: I'm- I love that. I love that. That's 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 not even just for marketing. That's like, that's just words to live by. Really, really really. that's just good. That's just good life advice. (laughs) I think, I think I mean, if you, if you want, Alison, again, you can come back. You can do your <laughs> interesting facts yeah. and you can do, we can have two segments for Alison, yeah. interesting facts and the words for, you know, uh, words to live by <laughs> at the end so you can feel feel wholesome. A permanent um, sloth. I like that. Yeah? Okay. Good, good, good. Right. right. Okay. Um, so before we wrap up now, uh, so this is, this is the part that I, this is the whole reason why I've put this uh, podcast together. <laughs> It's really selfish. Um, so when I'm working, this is a weird fact about me. When I'm working, I can't listen to music, and it really bugs me. I, I can't I can't listen to music because I'll either start humming along, or <laughs> a lot of people will tell you that I know lyrics to a lot of songs. Um, so I'll just start singing the lyrics, <laughs> and it means that when I'm typing out, I'll just start typing oh. out the lyrics. <laughs> so so it's really seriously, it's really it's really painful. Um, uh, cause I love, I love, um, finding out new music and bits and pieces, but what I have to do now is I've got an app called rain, rain on my phone Ooh. and I play rain sounds. Um, Ooh. and I do I'm this. so glad <laughs> I, I'm so glad I found rain, rain, the app, because what I used to do is I used to play rain sounds on my Spotify account. Um, but then what happened was, you know, you get the, uh, the breakdown of your year, yes. like your mostly cracked of the year. Oh no, that's Spotify, really sad. Spotify, Spotify, thought, Spotify thought that all I li- like listening to was, was Sounds rain? of Rain, um, which I do, but it's not like my favorite music or anything. So okay. because of that, um, I don't, I don't uh, get to hear enough new music and I like, I like all types of t- types of music, you know. Um, i'm a massive tribe called uh, quest fan um i like tom mish i'm Mm -hmm. despite despite his uh his outbursts and everything going on at the moment i love Kanye west Mm -hmm. um and um people like john mayer as well i I, you know complete uh, complete um wide spectrum um Mm -hmm. i'm eclectic so i thought everyone who comes on you have to get me something um, some new music to sort of check out and I'll put together a playlist of everything that someone uh, that people bring to me so over to you guys what, what, what have you got for me
1: well it's interesting that you say you listen to rain music um you're the only person I've met that also does that so I, I'm also I listen to rain music I did try and mix oh, it up recently though I think it's the white noise um <laughs> Okay. Somebody on our team introduced me to a website called Coffivity, I think. Like Coffee, but Coffivity, mm. And it's the sound of a, a coffee shop going on oh, at different yeah. times Ooh. of the day. So I actually really like having that on in the background. And apparently it's proven to, to make you work harder or concentrate more. But um yeah, I, I enjoy that. Um but if we're yeah, if we're talking about music uh huh. Um. I actually. This is going to sound really sad. Get the violins out. I, I listened to, listen to our loyalty line playlist on. Spotify. Oh my god. Yeah. Just you know, mem- memory memories of our office. It used, to, like, it used to drive me up the wall. Um. Because it, it was the same songs on repeat every day. On loop. And I'm bla- I'm looking at you here, Alison. Toto Africa.
0: Toto Africa. <laughs>
1: Alison <laughs> used to play this
2: nonstop, and at the time used to wind me up. But now, you know, um, it just kind of gets you rally. Though you're just like ready to to en- full of energy after that song.
0: Okay, so okay, all right, or right, well, I'll end it to the playlist. It's not something new. It's not something uh, new, new for me to add to my repertoire. But okay. Um, yeah. But I will take it. Toto Africa is is a tune. Yeah. Um a I, of I actually Patrick. want to check out I actually want to check out the Lorty Lion playlist now if if you've got uh, fucking have access to that. Oh, yeah. But yeah. then okay, good. Um i am almost worried now to ask Alison <laughs> she's oh, got I'm just gonna if come Toto Africa is... <laughs> <laughs> Go on um, then hit me.
2: Well again, I, I'm kinda similar to to you guys. I can't really listen to music. Um, when I'm working uh, unless it's something very specific I can put on something a bit boppy but generally if it's like I need you know knuckle down and and focus on some work I can't listen to music Um, and even sometimes to the point where I I put put headphones in in order to put something on and then completely forget Mm -hmm. to put music on I'm just working with headphones on and for absolutely no reason Mm -hmm. Um, but there is some there is one album that I put on whenever I do feel like I need to focus and it's the interstellar interstellar soundtrack um okay by hans zimmer which is yep. non-lyrics so no singing along but um and i don't know if you've seen interstellar but it's a lot to do with time so there's a lot of ticking ticking kind of yeah. motifs going on there which kind of feels like gets me gets me in a bit of a working mode um so i like to listen and it, it happened to me literally last year when my when spotify sent me my um <laughs> my year my year a year in, in spotify and it was all that soundtrack just entirely with like a little bit of Cardi B thrown in there or something random. (laughs) I can't remember. (laughs) Um, So yeah. And if you're looking for a particular song, um, Mountains is a really good one. Um, There's a lot of ticking On that soundtrack? Yeah, on that soundtrack. It's a lot of ticking and it kind of goes, but it it also gets um, very loud in the middle. So I wouldn't, unless you want it really intense, maybe turn the music down.
0: (laughs) Right. Okay. 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 (laughs) Right. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking now that this this uh this soundtrack for um, Naughty by Nurture is gonna throw people a little bit. <laughs> it's gonna be weird. Um, Very
2: random. It, it's yeah. gonna
0: it's gonna get weird. Um, but but, <laughs> but, the, but the, there we, there we go. You know that's what we're all about. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're getting to Keep we're getting to place. know people. <laughs> mm. Exactly. Exactly. Um, hopefully, hopefully, um, the playlist will keep people loyal. Oh, to the I, I, I've got I'm to sure stop with these tenuous be. links now, right? Yeah.
2: I like them. <laughs>
0: I'll, I'll, I'll think of, I'll think of more.
2: Okay. Right.
0: Okay. I think, I think that's it. That's, uh, that's it. Um, thank you for joining us, guys. That's been, that's been really good, actually. Um, although it, it kept my uh, blood boiling at one point, um, <laughs> I, uh, I've, I've really Ooh. enjoyed this so um yes thanks for joining and i i, I think we'll, we'll have to have you guys back again we'll deal with something uh, something more in terms of royalty or maybe anything else uh, maybe it could be something that that makes your blood boil next time and uh, we can go through that fun. oh there we go there we go <laughs> yeah okay well um, thanks from you guys um and uh, i guess that's all we have um listen next time for some more some yeah. more insights from um naughty by nurture but until then yeah. take it easy Bye. Cheers, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah.